say who told me this the streets told me that it is because you may have gotten multiple facetimes where you heard i love me enough for the both of us in the background that's what the streets <laughs> that's not what i'm saying trigger will you hear my it's, name it's hey, <laughs> yeah you know i mean they, they said this man used to wrestle while he used to hear that this is my fight song take back my life song i mean I'm just, that's why you acting so that. complicated that's that. That's neither here nor there. Man. That's neither here nor there, fellas. We are, you know, we're we're talking about the holiday season, and we're coming up on the holiday season. So we we want to get into the holiday spirit here at Facts Over Acts, you know, because we want to make sure that we give y'all holiday content before we potentially head out. And we know that you know it's going to be tough to get out episodes during the holidays between all the travel and all that good stuff. Well, we, we wanted to give y'all a little something, you know. We wanted to give y'all a little some beans, greens, potatoes, turkey, you know. You name it. You name it. We wanted to give you a little something. So we're going to break y'all off with today's holiday edition of Facts Over Acts. Fellas, y'all ready to get into it, man? I'm ready for it. I can't wait, Gibbs. All righty. We, we got a lot to talk about, man. We got some NBA action. We got some NFL action. We got pool stinking. We got Harden stinking. We got the Clippers being bad. We got Aiden being bad. We got we got a lot going on in the NFL. Joe Burrow is done. Y'all boy. I'm just joking. This is not nobody on this show, boy. Deshaun Watson is done. <laughs> they said that boy was laid out like he was back on the massage table. He is done. So we got hey, a lot to like, talk let about. that go, bro. <laughs> hey, listen, that's hilarious. That's a hilarious joke. When he when he got that concussion, he was laid out. They said, oh, my God. But anyway, what's up, y'all? Have a seat. It's your favorite hour of the week with the Facts Over Axe crew. We got the master, the mixing master, Josh Guyton in the building. That is I. We got the money man, the man to plan, Chris Allen in the building. Right here, right here. And then you got the little old MC. That's me, Kenton Gibbs. Now, fellas, let me ask y'all this. We're going to start this off. Holiday edition. We talking holiday questions and whatnot. What is y'all's favorite Thanksgiving food and what's your least favorite Thanksgiving food? Now, um, I know as you get older and stuff, your taste buds change, this change, that change. It's still making cheese. It's always going to be making cheese, which is crazy because like the older I get, I'm wildly lactose intolerant. Oh, yeah, and it's, yeah. and as somebody that wants to use their voice as a living, my lactose intolerant don't really affect my stomach, but I get like mad mucus and it's hard. Like if y'all see a, a, a day where I had like too much dairy, like it's literally hard for me to speak. Well, wait, but if do you, do you take uh, peppermint pills, like the peppermint oil pills? I do not. Is that a thing I should invest in? Oh yeah, you got to start taking them. Some peppermint oil. Okay. Peppermint oil pills. Yeah. They well, like once I get my bread back to a point where I want to, I do want to be, I want to start getting that old head territory to where, you know, I'm, I'm taking, I'm taking vitamins every day. I need a, I need a concoction of vitamins to start my day with. I'm, I'm telling you that peppermint. Listen, I thought it was a joke. I thought it wasn't for real. The only downside is like, well, actually it's not even really a downside. Like you, you can taste peppermint just pop out in your mouth every now and then. Okay. Um, that ain't bad. Taste that every now and then they're like, when you burp, you like can like taste peppermint every now and then. But it's other than that, there's no real downsides. There's no, okay. Oh, when you first start taking them, like your stomach might feel a little warm, but that's about it. All right, I'm I'm at the start but doing that, that thing. Me. That was for me. I don't want to advise you to to start taking peppermint pills and then next thing you know, you're like, oh, I'm allergic. Yeah. And then like, 
Yeah. Mine, mine is gonna stay mac and cheese. Okay. And What's and it, 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 it the only reason it's stay mac and cheese because ninety nine percent of the time I'm making a mac and cheese at Thanksgiving or Christmas. You can't really you trust. Oh, oh yeah. I'm in charge of mac and cheese and sweet potato pie. I don't know if y'all know. They gave you two staples. Hey, hey I get hey, down no, no, in the no. kitchen, bro. Do get down on the pies. He do get down on pies. I ain't Dang seen his mac and cheese, but he do get down on the pies. No, I get down no, in the kitchen. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, because them two is the staples. Like, those two can make or break a whole holiday. I can give you a list of references, bro. I, I'm not going to miss on those two. Not even not even joking. Not even joking. That Mac then cheese that I showed y'all, bro, that ruined, <laughs> that ruined everybody's Christmas so bad. There were multiple other things that happened at that Christmas that was insane that you got to remind people about because of the Mac then cheese. Hey, Before man, I, I had a cousin, never... a cousin of mine. His wife brought the, uh, the she made the Mac and cheese, but she made it with the, the, the tricolor noodles. <laughs> That 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 ruined that ruined the entire entire Thanksgiving. Let me tell you, we had so my family, although we are from the west side of Detroit, and my mother tries to say she's country because she lived in Prattville, Alabama until she was four, and it's like, stop it, mom. You're a city girl. You're that's that's who you are. But anyway, um, you know, although we are were, you know, indigenous or not indigenous, well, I guess we are to Detroit, we still are like very Southern Baptist, right? And we yeah. had our first we had our first ever transsexual individual at that Christmas. People barely remember her because of how bad the <laughs> mac and cheese was. Like, you got to specifically and intentionally be like, hey, remember Tracy was there? Oh, like, yeah, no, 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 look, well, We don't usually speak about these topics on facts over acts, but I think we can all agree. I think, you know, uh, our generation, like the all, the all of us are like on the younger end of millennial. I think our generation is the first generation that's really like n- not judgmental when it comes to you know, the sexual preferences and stuff like that's that. That's what I'm saying. That's how bad the mac and cheese was. The older people in my family. That's what I'm saying. She was there. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. I'm talking moms. I'm talking... <laughs> It was nasty work. It was nasty work. So I, okay. All right. They get you to stay. Well, now I got to get in on that. I, gotta I got you. That, brother. I, gotta, I got I, you. I got to get in on that. Now, what's the worst? What's the what's that Thanksgiving food or holiday food? You just like, bro, keep that away from me. Why are y'all making that? If I'm being honest, in the in the like stereotypical Thanksgiving don't rotation. Don't, don't be big, fat, and greedy and say none. Don't. don't say I'm, I'm honestly trying to think. Oh my god! You, you know what? You you know what it is. You know you know what it is, and y'all gonna call me crazy. And I, I like this food, but I don't like it at Thanksgiving. I don't like it at Christmas. It don't fit the occasion. A potato salad. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Be, be, because one, it got to be made right. Like it's super easy to mess up some potato salad. So if nine times out of ten, especially if it's just like somebody making it, you might not get a good potato salad. On top of that. You got all of these warm foods that's touching each other. Sometimes you stacking them on top of each other on your plate. And then you just got this one section of some cold concoction of like some cut up potato. It don't fit. Now, if it's the summertime and somebody grilling and you got, you know what I'm saying? You got a plate with some ribs. You might have a little glizzy on a plate and you got to leave you a little bowl of potato salad. Then I'm cool with potato salad. But get potato salad away from Thanksgiving, yo. I'm gonna say this. I don't like potato salad regardless of the time of the year. For real. What? It's not, not really a food that sit with me for real. Not really one of them ones. Not really one of them ones. But I feel you, Chris. 
Give me your favorite. Give me your least favorite. Talk to me. I ain't going to hold y'all. I might be a little ghetto for this one, but the honey baked ham is a staple. Like, I tell my mom, my mama don't even cook. What's ghetto about that? That's what I'm saying. Hold on, hold on. I'm about to get into detail why it's ghetto. My mama don't even cook Thanksgiving dinner, right? And my grandparents, all my grandparents are passed away, right? So I don't really have a traditional Thanksgiving anymore. Right. Like, my mama just... One thing my mama know, though, when when her when her oldest come in town for Thanksgiving, it best to be a ham. And my brother and my dad, they don't really eat ham no more anymore like that, right? So guess what? Guess what? I, that's this the ghetto part, gives This the ghetto part. I take that ham. I freeze that ham. I cut it up, freeze that ham. I got ham sandwiches every time I think I want some ham coming out that freezer, man. I be making ham sandwiches till the new year after Thanksgiving time, Hey, 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 Chris, hey, Chris. I I do the same thing. Yeah, that's (laughs) Hey, man, I tell people that at work, they be like, that's kind of, that's a little ghetto. I be like, you know what? Now, you know what? Now, are the people at work? Um, yeah, they, yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, oh, okay. Yeah, well, yeah, that yeah, makes sense because yeah. they're not used to the. They're like, why don't you just don't give it out to everybody? I'll be like, I'll be like, give it out. Give it out. Is you down? What are we doing here? Hold on now. Okay. Yeah, All right. What's yeah, what's the worst yeah. Thanksgiving food? What's that Thanksgiving food that you like? I want no part. You know, I'm be honest with y'all, bro. The greens, bro. I don't really mess with greens like that. Like, I don't know. I used to, but now it's just like greens just ain't it no more for me, man. Who making the that, greens? That, I mean, my grandma used to make them. They was good, but I don't know what happened. It's greens and green bean casserole. Green bean casserole. I went to the wrong Thanksgiving and I got green bean casserole. And I was just like, Green bean yeah. casserole is crazy. Green bean <laughs> them two, them two. I was like, nah, I'm cool, bro. I don't know, bro. I, I used to like greens. I don't know. I just grew out of them. Is it room. is it you, a thing that's like granny is gone, so it's like you can't really eat them, or nobody know how to make them, or is it just like no? Nah, it's just like I don't it just it's just like greens in general. Like I love salads and everything, but greens is just like it's a like it just make me cringe. You, know? you sure it's being made right? Is this is, is it being made from scratch? Is it being cleaned properly? Is bro, it getting simmered bro, on that bro, stove for bro, bro. sixteen hours? Bro, bro. The can. Bro, They're pouring it out the can just into the yeah. You got some glory bro, greens no, no, over no, there, no, my no, boy. No, 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 no. My grandma used to grow them and then had me in the kitchen pulling them off the stem with her. Like I'm telling you, she used to get down with it. It's just like when I was like in my early before I was a teenager, I liked them. But now when I turn teenager and older, it's just like. It's just the greens, just I don't know. I just ain't like. Have greens, you ever man. had them with the mac and cheese and a yam? Like put all. Yeah, I used to do all that, bro. But I, I never. I don't know what happened, bro. I just stopped liking greens with a little bit of hot water, cold bread. Ooh, oh, I need it. <laughs> I need me a plate, boy. Acting unusual. I'm, I'm acting unruly at that point. I ain't gonna lie to you. I ain't gonna lie to you. I don't know what happened, bro. I used to be the same way when greens was being made. Like, oh yeah, I'm getting extra. But now it's just like, I don't know, bro. Mm. Mm. Yeah, I, I'm not going to lie to you. I like most. I like most foods in terms of Thanksgiving foods. But um, dressing or stuffing, whatever you want to call it, get that away from me. Why you, why, why would oh, you Oh, man, you tripping, bro. You tripping, bro. Put some gravy on mine with some hey, you, you You know what? <laughs> you know what, uh, Gibbs? If this was the first 27 years of my life, I would have agreed with you on that. But I got invited uh, over to Thanksgiving at my homegirl grandma crib last last Thanksgiving. I don't know how she make her her stuffing different. I like here's the thing. Here's what pissed me off so much about stuffing. 
When I found out how it was made, like I already thought it was nasty, but when I found out how it was made, I was devastated. So I don't care. You make you make cornbread by itself, and you ball it up and like crumble <laughs> it up and put other stuff in the cornbread. Bro, I love cornbread. Cornbread is one of my favorite <laughs> things. That's one fool for me. That's universal. Don't matter what time of the year it is, what time of the day Facts. it is. You know, I, and I hate to say this because I know somebody going to make that, you want your cornbread joke? I already know it's coming somewhere. Like that. <laughs> but I, like, that's one fool for me. That's all time. And you, you voluntarily was just like, you know what to make this better? Some, some chicken stock. You know what to make I, I, I got to get you some of that. I got to get you some of that, man. I'll tell you, it was so good. Dressing. I could eat a bowl of that by itself, bro. That's how much yeah, it was bro. hitting. Dressing is one the one dish that can make everybody sick or make everybody happy at the Thanksgiving dinner table. Like, that's the one dish that, like, it'd be like, everybody not feeling good. It was the dressing. Like, everybody. Gonna <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That, everybody gonna mean, that dressing means nothing to me. If everybody gets it, if somebody wanted to murder my entire family and they poisoned the dressing, I would be the last survivor. I would be the last survivor. <laughs> oh, my God. Is y'all good? Oh, they poisoned the dressing. They poisoned the dressing. But uh, my, my favorite is, now that I think about it, I was struggling to come up with an answer, too, because I was thinking yams or mac and cheese. But now that I think about it, it got to be cornbread, man. And my auntie made cornbread with broccoli in it, bro. Oh my God. And it's well, broccoli disgusting. in it. It sounds disgusting. I sw- I know it sounds terrible. Auntie Lynn, if you're hearing this, you know, love you, baby. She throws down. We gotta that dive a little deeper than this. Hold on. Cornbread with some broccoli. It's like, it's like it's cornbread, broccoli, and like it's like it's honey infused in the cornbread with a honey glaze over the top with the broccoli in it. Look, I'm a withhold judgment into the day that I beat IT Lynn. I'm able to try it. But best believe this is gonna be a clip on the Instagram because cause cornbread with some broccoli sound like nasty work. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Honestly, honestly, I grew up on it. So I never knew that, like, oh, cornbread is like not supposed to go in broccoli. But like when everybody would talk about why it sounds nasty, they're like, oh yeah, it sounds like it just it takes away from the sweetness. I'm like, no, it's like super sweet. It's damn near like cake. But then I thought about it. I'm like, oh, it's something that she's doing to it that make it taste like that. So that's that's all. Right. Okay. Okay, okay. All right. Now we got to get to this because we know the best part about the holidays is never the food. It's the family. It's the family. What is the best and worst part about all your family getting together at the holidays? Talk to me, fellas. Um, it, if if I'm being honest, I can't really give you a. Uh... Like like a best one because my family don't really meet up for the holidays no more. Ever since my grandma passed when I was like twelve, like you know what I'm saying, she was the glue that held everybody together. So since then, I just be floating around. The past, I ain't spent the Thanksgiving with my family, including this one. And what what about Christmas? No. <laughs> no, like like I, I the the past few Christmas I spent with my with like with my nieces. You know what I'm saying. Like I didn't spend with my nieces, but as far as like the whole family being together, the whole family ain't been together since whenever the last funeral was. If I'm being honest. Oh my god. Yeah. Oh so, but the, talking about I need therapy, brother. This is this is the what the family don't get together for Thanksgiving or Christmas. No. Well, I'm not even. I'm not even spending this Thanksgiving with my family. I'm over my. I'm over my. Uh, my homies' crib for Thanksgiving this year. 
Well, hey, I Gibbs, I, I, I hate to leave you on the island, but guy named Lime. <laughs> My dad's the only child he's adopted at birth. My mom, family, like, and we just don't. When grandma got sick, it was it was a wrap. Was yeah. Like, I go by whoever I'm dealing with around Thanksgiving. I go by their creed. Like, it ain't my Somebody never, my saved family, the grannies. Somebody It ain't none of that no more. But I, I ain't had a real Thanksgiving dinner since, like, 2016. Like, I'm not even joking. Yeah. I have to call grandma doors and say thank you for being alive. Man. I, I, I will say that the, my, my, favorite, my favorite part about Thanksgiving was, especially Thanksgiving was like my grandma could cook, my grandma could throw down. Um, but like my auntie, as my grandma was getting older, her oldest daughter, my auntie Linda, will always want to get the whole family together. But she was one of them aunties. Like she, I'm not saying she couldn't cook. She was kind of mid with the cooking. You know what I mean? It was some stuff she was good at. It was some stuff. So she used to do a potluck. The potlucks was not Potluck hitting. with black folks is just never a good idea. It's just never. You have <laughs> some, some people get their own time. Man. You, you, you'll get there somewhat on time. And then it'll be like the main dish. Like, I got to get the mac and cheese there because they waiting on the mac. Then I you remember. got the person that's coming with the turkey like, oh, it's still in the oven. It's I remember like, my cousin. I remember my cousin. Al wife put. She hit the one that had the tricolor noodles and the mac and cheese. And then my cousin, my cousin, J- nope. Which one? Yeah. She, yeah. And she and, put tricolor noodles? Dog. And then my cousin, JJ wife, put some uh ground beef and pepperoni in the baked beans, dog. The ground beef makes sense, but the pepperoni <laughs> is a little crazy. Pepperoni's crazy. And I don't know what it was. I don't know what it was. My older brother, my older brother, I don't know what it was that Thanksgiving, but he was on edge. As soon as he seen the baked beans, he just got, he stood up and started stinging her, bro. It's like 20 people at the table. He just, you do this every time. And he had a lot of built up stuff. He just let it go. He was like, this is the last somebody When you tell somebody you do this every time, that's like, that's so much frustration. What's, like, hilar- what's hilarious about that is this is a grown woman. So imagine being in your 30s and you getting stung by like a 16 year old, bro. Like, no, wait, 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 wait. Did your, did your cousin like steal your brother? Because like, you can't talk to my wife. No, what's he going to do? At, 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 the, at the same time, though, my pops was always like the patriarch of the family. So like out of respect for my pops, me and my brother was kind of like Teflon. No, at the at at best, at best, you go here. Hey, pops, get your son. Get your son. <laughs> at worst, oh no, I'm. Hey, don't worry about it. It's yeah. on the rider road mode. You get but, stole on, brother. Regardless of the like the success of those potlucks, my grandma who could still cook, she was just getting older. She will always have like a little dinner at her crib that was reserved for like the family members that the she messed with. Members. So you know what I'm yeah. saying? It'll be a nice like ten to twelve at her crib after the potluck. Oh. That's tough. I ain't gonna That's hold tough. you, bro. Like last three Thanksgivings, I've been at my shorty house, bro, and like legit, they just like somebody order some food, somebody just come in and start cooking some food, and then it just be like a little bit of this, a little bit of that, but it don't never be a traditional like Thanksgiving. Yeah, like don't ever like. And my mom, I used to go to my parents for Christmas. This year, I'm going to my parents for Thanksgiving. My mom don't really. She ain't really big on cooking Thanksgiving food because my brother and my dad really only eat alkaline foods now. So it's like, 
It just be me and her that eat whatever. Brother, and so they you like, need a low vibrational plate on Thanksgiving. What are we doing here? I'm telling you, I ain't have one. Forever. Pay for them crumbs, man. You rest in piss. You gonna pay for them crumbs? What? I ain't gonna lie, bro. I have not had a traditional Thanksgiving dinner since like 2017, 2018. Before I moved from the city, my boy Drew House was the last, and it wasn't even my house. My boy Drew House was the last yeah. traditional Thanksgiving I had. Bro. I'm gonna, I'm gonna touch both of y'all shoulders when I say this. Y'all can come over at my family crib for Christmas. Whoever is like doing Christmas that that this year, because like, hey man, as long as Mac and Cheese not there, man, I'm down. Oh no, no, we don't let her cook no more after that. <laughs> 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 is, let me tell you. So, all right. So you know what? I'm gonna just I'm gonna air it. I'm gonna air it because I love all my family members and they know I love them. Auntie Janine knows she can make us laugh with the best of them. She's funny. She's an amazing storyteller. I love Auntie Janine. She can't cook. She's never been a cook. My mom has never been to cook. She got a dish or two she can make. She can make some good mac and cheese. Her cabbage, mm, chef's kiss, top chef. But she, they don't assign her none of the staples on, on Thanksgiving, Christmas, none of that. You know, you you don't experiment on game day. Like you, no, you do not. You experiment and practice to see how it works. You do the install and practice, and, you know, come together. My auntie Lynn been showing up for game day for, for 20-some summers, going platinum back to back to back. Why would we want her off the track is the question. You know, and so I'm a, y'all got to open invite, man. Y'all got to open invite to my people's crib. Thank you, man, sir. Thank we, you. We're going to get y'all boys taken care of, man. We're going to get y'all around some love. I'm going to tell you, my family. I mean, I'll be around love. It just don't be no food. <laughs> <laughs> but the food, do y'all not like? The food is the love. Break your bread. Yeah, break your bread. That's my family so big because, like, the food is the love. For real. <laughs> yeah, it's breaking bread and right, okay. enjoying the holiday. But, I mean, I ain't going to lie. Like, I just had, like, since I left the city, I really ain't had none of that. I mean, honestly, the, the best part about being around my family is, like, my sister told me this. I didn't even realize it. She said, you kind of the Beyonce of the family. I'm like, what? She like, you never noticed that every time we tell you about the holidays, it's a fight. And when you've been home, there has never been nobody throwing hands, nobody doing nothing when you here. I'm like, really? It's just like, yeah, they just on their best behavior because you, you gotta behave. Yeah, that's you the youngest Gibbs. Yeah, yeah. I'm the youngest. Gibbs the youngest in the enforcers, man. His mama leave everything yeah, to him. <laughs> <laughs> hey, let me tell you, that's that's the best thing. The worst thing is we always, when somebody get drunk enough, we always going to find out a new family secret. Like the, the day that I found out that my great aunt was actually my great grandma, it was like a, a groundbreaking day for me. Cause I'm like, wait, what, what do y'all mean that it, we used to call her Gronti after that. It was a hilarious. <laughs> time. Uh, so, so basically my great grandmother had my grandmother at a very, very young age, but because they were in Prattville, Alabama in like the 50s. What they were doing was like all of those kids worked on the farm and all that with the parents. So when my grandma was born, they were like, you're not old enough yet to go like live life and do all the things. So we're going to raise her as your little sister. And that's what they did. So we knew her as Aunt Mary, but it turns out she was our great grandma all along. And I found that out like one random day. And the reason that I don't like that is because like, it it always diminishes like how impactful these things are. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. It, for because for years I was like, man, I never met great grandma. I would have loved to meet great grandma. And then it's like, no, you met her. You met her. Time <laughs> time again. The, the old lady that we told y'all hated kids was a school teacher. That's your great grandma. And it's like, oh, okay. And then some some other secrets that are much more sinister than that one just pop out. And it's like, what what? 
Who did what? How you go? When you get older, once you hit like twenty three to twenty four, you start Bro, figuring out some nasty work. Get me out of grown folks' business. Get me out. I see. Get me out of there. Why. I see exactly why my parents were like, "You do not want to be in grown folks' business," because in hindsight, I do not. I Man. do not want anything to do with grown folk business. You know who else wants nothing to do with grown folk business? Jordan Poole and James Harden. <laughs> both of those two have been asked to be number ones on their most recent teams, and both of them have been putting on absolute disaster classes. Now, Chris, I know you're a James Harden guy, so I'm going to call you to the carpet first. What's going on with your boy? How do we get him together? How do we get the Clippers together? Or do you just let this run its course? Or have you jumped the Harden bandwagon altogether? Have you jumped off? No, I mean, I, I still appreciate what Harden had did for the game of basketball, right? At one point, Harden, people, he, he, Harden's one of the people, either you love him or you hate him, right? People yeah, hated him for the foul, foul drawn, but people also loved him for what he did for Houston, right? And that's one of the things that I liked about Harden is what he did for Houston, right? Houston had just got rid of Tracy McGrady, y'all mean, couldn't figure out how to get that rebuild going. Harden came about. He was available. They got him. And then he transcended Houston Rockets to a credible organization. Right. That's what I like about Harden. Love about Harden. Right. So here's the thing. Right. And I said this last year. Harden is not that James Harden from Houston anymore. Right. And sooner or later, everybody going to realize it. And James Harden finally going to realize it. Right. But here's where I got to give him some slack. Right. And not a lot of slack, but just a little bit. Because if you don't do nothing all training camp deliberately trying to you know, send a message and go to football practice and start playing mid-season of football season, how your performance going to be? Oh, I'm going to be out of shape. I'm going to look terrible. I'm going to be getting through about the paint instantly. They're just going to be grabbing me and saying, hey, buddy, we said no hats in the building. We don't care if you're bald. I'm going to get thrown up out of there. So that's where I give him some slack at, right? He was trying to prove a point, trying to deliver a message to Daryl Mooring, and it backfired, right? He thought as soon as he did that, Daryl Mooring was going to look out, trade him, because they did have a relationship, and he did, you know, quote-unquote lie to him. But James Harden, James Harden, it's different if you did went to the finals and said this, right? It's different if you didn't lay an egg in Game 7 against the Celtics when you were up 3-2. It's different if you came and dropped 250 pieces in the in the in the playoffs, not forty pieces, two fifty pieces, right? It's different if all that happens, right? If that was Joel Embiid, they would have got him out of there as soon as he said, "I want to be up out of here." Right? Look at Kevin Durant; he wants to be in Phoenix. Brooklyn Nets told everybody, "We not shopping Kevin Durant." And guess what? A week later, he was in Phoenix. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, this is what I want to say to people, right? James Harden has to realize his role, right? And I come in Russell Westbrook. People have been hard on Russell Westbrook the last three years, right? Him openly asking, can he come off the bench so he can try to make this work with the team? It just shows how Russell Westbrook has been his whole career, right? He got left in OKC. He still stayed the course, made the playoffs that first year after Kevin Durant left. Then shortly after that, he kept on averaging a triple-double. Then they would find like, all right, you want to go match up with Harden again in Houston? And guess what he did? He almost averaged a triple-double again. It's just that he didn't have the ball in his hands with Harden, right? So big shout-out to Russell Westbrook on that. That takes a lot of manhood to realize that something got to change and let me be the one to start the change, right? That's a true leader right there. So, But as far as James Harden goes, 
I don't know, man. I think he should really embrace that playmaking role. He still led the league in assists. I think Harden's goal should be 15 and 12. That's what I need to average, 15 and 12. If I can average 15 and 12 and let Kawhi, PG, and Russ cook, we can win a lot more games. Absolutely. Absolutely. So let me ask you this. Which team do you think has been worse, the Clippers or the Wizards so far? Oh, the Wizards by far. Have you watched the Wizards <laughs> game this year, Gibbs? I have. I have. It's, the, 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 it's so hard to even watch a Wizards game. Like, the, the Clippers and Denver game, last game they had, was actually a good game. It was like I was entertained, right? Mm-hmm. The Wizards game, I, I, let me tell you something. I made the mistake in putting Jordan Poole in my parlay when they was going <laughs> to get, What team was that? They was going against the Nets. I'm like, there's no way he don't score 20 points, and he's the second option on this team, right? Every leg on my parlay hit, except Jordan Poole went six for 19, and the six he got was layups. He couldn't even get 20 points. Couldn't even get 20 points. Yeah, I thought so. So let me ask you this, Josh. Do you think, do you think that the with this Harden experiment, the Clippers just need to give it time and it's going to work itself out, or is it like, yeah, we probably clippered this one up pretty good. Like we're we're cooked here. Or what do you um, think is, I mean, is going to happen in terms of this Clippers roster? They are fighting an uphill battle with, mm-hmm. with a record, with how they started. But at the same time, they have enough pieces. They have enough talent to figure it out. Even though they're well past their prime, you're still looking at four players that if they play at their absolute best, three out of those four players can be all NBA. Might be third team, but three of those four players can still be all NBA. Um, But two things. We do have to realize that we are seeing the genesis of the people that we grew up with being washed. Like we are we are now in that era of us telling people who's 12, 13 years old, like, man, that boy, Paul George, like they are growing up seeing a washed Paul George. Just how when we were younger, we had those people like, oh, man, that boy, uh, that boy, Clyde Drexler. We seeing Clyde Drexler like, bro, he averaging 11. Like, I read, I'm really not no, trying Carl to Carl Malone was the one for me because it was like, <laughs> bro, they were swearing Carl Malone was this and that. I'm like, bro, he kids. kids. It's like, go do your research. Then I was like, oh, OK, OK. Yeah, yeah. He, so he so that. <laughs> this is our generation of like who we grew up on. We're watching them become washed. We haven't really seen uh, a, a large group of players that we grew up with become washed. Yeah. So one, we are seeing that too. I said before this trade took place, I said it on this show, the most important piece on that roster is going to be that five spot. Because regardless of how good of a defender you want to call Paul George, you want to call Kawhi Leonard, people are going to get to the basket. When you get to the basket, you're going to need a rim protector. You're going to need somebody that's strong. You're going to need somebody that's going to hold. You need somebody that's going to be, believe it or not, the locker room leader. You're looking at four great players, but regardless of what team they've been on, they've never been a locker room leader. Kawhi Leonard has had success, but he played in San Antonio where Tim Duncan is that locker room leader. He won a ring in Toronto where Kyle Lowry was that locker room leader. You're looking at Paul George, he never played on a team where he had to be a leader. You're looking at Russell Westbrook. You can say that he was the leader in OKC, but at the same time, he was playing with a group of guys outside of Steven Adams that were babies. They were fresh to the league. 
you're looking at James Harden, somebody that we know is not a locker room leader. They need somebody to put in that five spot that's going to hold them down. And I don't know if that's Zubox. And also, I don't know what Zubox chemistry is, not only with the coaching staff, but the players. If you look at that game that they just had where in the fourth quarter they they had Denver on the ropes and Jokic and Aaron Gordon physically pulled Denver back into that game, it's because they had no interior defense. And Zubox was sitting on the bench with four fouls with three minutes left in the fourth quarter. He easily could have came in and played those minutes, but they decided to put Norman Powell out there as their number five as opposed to having a big in there to protect the paint. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you know, I I look at this Clippers team and I say, you know what to help y'all, you know what to fix y'all. Stop being the damn Clippers. Stop. Yeah. You should have never went out and got hard. You should have never went out and got them. But here's the problem. Now there is no fix. This was supposed to be the fix. And I know some people are going to say, Ken, they're only 11 games in. It's an 80-game season. It's a long season. Kawhi going to get healthy. Paul George going to get healthy. Harden going to start to play himself into shape and all that good stuff. It's not about how you start, it's how you finish. I'm going to tell you this. What have we seen constantly happen with, with Kawhi Leonard-led teams as of late? Oh, they don't have any chemistry. Come to playoffs. Oh, they don't have any chemistry. What have we seen out of James Harden time and time again? What has been James Harden's Achilles heel? And I'm not talking about the strip clubs. The play- chemistry. The Consistency. Chemistry. And mm-hmm. that's been the thing. Every time he gets to the playoffs, he shows up small. Chris just told us against Boston, if he shows up big, they end up fine. Here's the worst part. Here's the worst part about it all. Paul George, you're supposed to step up and be the guy. If they can't do it, then you're showing us that you're not necessarily the guy that they can rely on to be healthy and all that and lead this team to victories. So all in all, I think that the Clippers are much worse than the Wizards, not in terms of like, oh, if they play the game right now, who who do I think will win? I think it'd be the Clippers. But the Wizards are not supposed to be good. We knew when Jordan Poole was going to be their first right. option. We all knew right then, like, oh, man, Jordan going to get his 30 a night, but they're yeah, going but, get but, but we didn't expect We didn't we expect him to be Jordan hard to, be to watch. We didn't expect yeah, him to be hard to watch. Yeah. We, we did not expect Jordan We did not expect Jordan Poole to be this bad. We thought it was going to be fun basketball. Exactly. We thought it was going to be fun bad basketball. Not instead of throwing back alley oops off the backboard to cut the lead to 21. Like, that's crazy. <laughs> Why are you doing that? Why are you, you know, I, I look at this situation and I just say to myself, man, that's that's a bad team that's supposed to be bad. The Clippers, they're a bad team that gave it all, pushed all the chips to the middle and said, hey, we're going to get ourselves a championship. Like that's that's just what this is, man. It's it's very disappointing. Very disappointing to see. I see my brother in the chat. What's good with you, Kevin? How you doing, brother? But anyway, this is that's it's it's hard for me to imagine that these teams have comparable records. Given one team has Kyle Kuzma as their second option, and one team has, I mean, who would you say is the Clippers' second option? Kawhi. Paul George has definitely stepped up to be the first option. Okay, so who would you say is the third option? It's supposed to be Harden, but Harden not shooting the ball. Okay, so let's just say Harden is their third option. Their third option is better than the Wizards' second. I, I would still argue that Harden is better than Kuzma at this point in this career. Harden better than their first option. Right. That's, but that's my point. Ooh. That's my point. You know, like, we didn't know that, that Poole was going to be this bad, but we knew that there was a chance. Hey, fourth option better. Well, I'm taking Westbrook over Jordan Poole. 
ladies and gentlemen of the jury, mm-hmm. I'm resting my case. That like we expected this team to be bad again, not this bad. Not Jordan Poole being but again, we, bro, didn't we didn't expect them to turn the game on. But like, bro, why am I watching the Wizards? Like, that's literally what you see when you turn on the Wizards. Well, now, wait a minute. We knew this was a chance. We everybody knew it was a chance that we, 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 yeah, we knew it was a chance. Well, it's a rebuild yeah. mode, but it's so. But that's like, what I'm yeah, I watched that game. I said, bro, this, this I definitely thought we was gonna see like some J.R. Smith Shump type basketball. Like, that's what I that's what I was expecting. But I was yeah, I'm not too. surprised. <laughs> We're seeing a team that's in rebuild mode, and we're talking about a team that's supposed to be in championship contention in the same bracket. Like, that's objectively what we're doing right now. So, like, to me, that means that either the team that's in rebuild mode is great or the team that's in championship contention, allegedly, is god-awful. And that's what I think it is. I think that the, the Clippers are just god-awful right now, and they're hard to watch. Let's just be very honest about this. The you know who the Clippers could awesome. really use? Like, really, they, really use? The don't Clippers could really use a... He going to say Draymond Green. No, no. No. <laughs> no. The Clippers could really use like a Mitchell Robinson type big. A big that just wants to grab rebounds and shot. Hey, Mitchell Robinson would be nice. Bro, that's what they need. They need somebody that's not going to be another personality in the locker room. Not that Zubak is, but he not athletic. And he, you know, he still tried to yeah. get his butt buckets, right? Mitchell Robinson, I've seen games, he's been 0 for 0 and had 17 rebounds, bro. Like, Let me tell you something. The Knicks are turning Mitchell Robinson every which way but loose. They are not letting that young man go. <laughs> you well, Clint Capella would be good for I was about to say they should go get Clint Capella. Uh, well, I can see it. I can see it. I can see it. Well, speaking of Draymond Green, you know, speaking of, of teams having folks in chokehold saying that speaking of Jordan, Draymond Green has been suspended five games for giving for putting uh, for putting um, Rudy Gobert and that Samoa Joe chokehold boy. He, he, mm-hmm. he got that put him in that Coquina clutch. He put him in the Coquina clutch. Fellas, do you think the suspension was enough? Do you think Draymond Green was in the wrong? And what are your takeaways from this situation between the uh, the Timberwolves and the Warriors? Um, so one, yes, I think the suspension was enough. Um, it, it's it's the NBA. Any kind of physical altercation. Something needs to happen, even if it's a shoving match, somebody putting hands on each other. We usually see a one two game suspension out of things like that. Draymond Green had this man in a full chokehold. And this this wasn't like um something that was like or it was this big scuffle. It was literally just Draymond had him in a chokehold. Nothing else at that time was occurring. I mean, but I don't know. He did. He did have Clay. He did have Clay in in his defense. Clay and old boy was tussling. He was trying to pull Clay off. Yeah, that's. But but that that's what I'm saying. In that same vein, even though I think he should have gotten suspended just because of how the NBA is, Draymond didn't do anything wrong. Mm-hmm. People people I know Draymond has a reputation, and I think uh, honestly, I'm gonna say seven times out of ten, I think the stuff that Draymond does on the court is just. I think he just got a bad reputation. I felt the same way about players nah, like Ron Artest. Nah, nah, I felt the no same way, way about players like Rashid. He's wild. He's wild. But, but yeah. it, listen, listen. I let's say. She. I give you she. Ron Artest. Yeah, she, she. No. Let's, I can see the vision sometimes. I can see the vision sometimes. Draymond, no, I can't see the vision. Let's, let's, let's just say this. Time, let's just say this. Let's say the Facts Over Acts crew, we go out, we have some drinks, right? Yeah. And uh, you know what I'm saying? I'm over at the bar, I bump into a dude. 
He grabbed my shirt. I grabbed his shirt. We tussling. And his mans come over trying to break up the fight. But in an attempt to break up the fight, the first person he grabbed is me. We are putting that man in the choke hole, bro. Yeah, I like like that's that's a number one rule. That's a cardinal sin. If you come in to break up the fight, get your man's. If Bill Bear wanted to break up the fight, you go over there and you grab Jay McDaniels and you tell him to chill. You pull him apart. You don't grab Clay. I, uh, I ain't gonna lie. Somebody touched me with Gibbs near me. They a brave soul. I'm gonna look at Gibbs <laughs> like Bubba. <laughs> <laughs> don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Don't. Me and Draymond are going to be twin them that day. It's, it's, <laughs> but, you know, honestly, this is such a soft look for the Timberwolves, man. This is such a soft look. The it is. The on your team is a shooting guard. This is embarrassing, man. This is embarrassing because I feel like Ant-Man is the only one who would throw him if it came down to it. Uh, that's the yeah. only one that I look at. And that's just his demeanor. His demeanor just like that. Like, and that's the thing. I we ain't never seen him in there. Right. That's what I'm saying. I'm not even sure about him. I'm not even 100% sure about him. But everybody else, Cat, you watched your mans get choked. And you just like. They didn't do nothing. Ever so gently. And last time I checked, wasn't, didn't like Ben Simmons. Ben Simmons, ben Simmons put Cat in the choke. And Cat was tapping, bro. <laughs> Your enforcers is not enforcers. <laughs> and I was just about to say, Rudy Gobert is supposed to be the main enforcer. And the backup enforcer is supposed to be Cat. Like, hey, bro, get off my man. Big Purr. You, <laughs> I'm going to tell you. I'm going to tell you. If I'm Cat, whatever suspension I got to take, I'm taking it. I'm take, I'm I'm coming in. And once yeah. I see, if I can't get you choked up and get you off my man, oh, bet. Now we going fisticuffs. Now it's... Mm. I mean, and the Timberwolves are playing good this year. That was your chance to enact like a culture shift in Minnesota basketball. Yeah, yeah, because that moment hey. we've been known as a seminal moment of like, hey, not that, that, that's that's when they became some dogs. That moment right we there. All, we all see Longest Yard, bro. Remember they was like looking at everybody's stars. The dude had four stars. He had three stars. Yeah. Looking at what's comics they was gonna bring to the game. And then Chris Rock like, man, look me up, man. I know my, I, I know my. Half a star. That's Gobert, right? He gotta go do something to get his stars up, man. He gotta go do something. He needs to go out there and close on the next person try to dunk on him, man. When when uh, when Adam Sandler said you might want to start a pillow fight, it might get you boosted up to one star. I said, bro, what? <laughs> you are a sick old brother. This is crazy. But again, I just think that this is a terrible look for uh, the, the temporal because the Warriors aren't even known as a tough team. Nobody looks at the Warriors oh. like. Hey, those is the Billy Badasses of the league. Like, you, you can't mess with them. You, oh, brother, shiver me timbers. Like, that's not them. That's not them. That, right now, they're the Steph and everybody else show, and you let that team bully you. Very embarrassing. I don't know what teams I'm watching anymore. So, you know, I'm a streamer. I got the setup. I got three screens up right now, right? You know what I'm saying? I'm 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 producing, I'm emceeing the podcast on this screen right here. I got the rundown and stuff on this screen right here. And I got the games up on this screen. Right. There is a game on right now with the team with the teal and yellow cork. Y'all tell me what team that is. Uh teal and yellow. It gotta be the either the Hornets or I don't it's know. this NC's tournament. It's probably the Knicks. <laughs> It's the Spurs. Why do the Spurs got a teal and yellow court, bro? Oh, because the championship, the little cup in the middle is is yellow, ain't it? 
Is that not why it's yellow? No, because not every team got that yellow in the middle. Never mind. Never mind. This is different. This is different. <laughs> honestly, honestly, how do y'all feel about the play in? Like, now that we're seeing it in real life, how do y'all feel about the play in? I think that this has been completely veckless because they haven't put anything behind it. I, I think I think it's a cool concept, but it has to hold more weight. Yeah. I, I, I think no, I think it's no, a no, cool... No, 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 no. I, I, I give it to y'all like this, bro. I'm a, you know, I got to break it down from my perspective, right? And anything you implement in the world, right? And I, I come from a manufacturing environment. Anything you implement, right, from right away, mm-hmm. you got to give it some time for people to soak it up, right? So this is like the tester, and then they're going to bring out some, like, okay, play for the money right now, all right? They yeah. play for the money. They play good. If you ask me, the season kicked off way tougher. The other night, it was a statistic. It was four... This the disputes that broke out in NBA basketball, four disputes that broke out in the same night. Yeah, right? that's the same night. Draymond, the season to me got an up kick this this first half of the season. Usually, this, this people don't be saying the season start to. I agree. Time. And here it is. We talking about Draymond suspended five games. Dang, and hooping. He talking crazy to the Warriors. It's a little rivalry going on with Warriors in the Wolves right now. You know, like. To me, this this kickstart the league, right? And give it some years, give it some time, and people are gonna be like, nah, in season tournament, then the play in, then the offs. We got all three. I feel it. I feel it. Okay, from the standpoint of we are talking about basketball when it's in the heart of football season, I, I see the vision. I see yeah. the vision. I see where you're going. I just I think if they put more weight behind it early. Because to me, I think it's always better to have to dial it back as opposed to ramp it up later. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's, 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 it's uh, two, two things for me that that even though, you know, they're still experiment, two things that they can do to change this. I know they're playing for money, but maybe there is a way that you can like have it have more stakes in terms of like the seeding at the end of the season or something like that. I don't know exactly what, but like this group play is something that they do in soccer. I don't know exactly how the soccer season works, but I know group play like largely impacts oh, the standings. Yeah, yeah. You, you can maybe give teams like a five game, like the winner of this technically gets like a five game boost or whatever. To yeah, or you remember back in the day, like even if a team had a better record than you, if you won your division, you still had the higher seed. Maybe they could do like if you win your group, you guarantee home court or something like that. Okay. Like I wouldn't be mad at that. And then on top of that, they got to start doing some fan contests or something. I don't know if we'll ever have any future sponsorships with you know who, who's currently doing the jerseys right now. Adidas, they're back on Adidas, right? Nike, no Nike. Nike. N- Nike's doing them still. I don't know if Facts Over X is ever going to be sponsored in the future by Nike. If so, Nike, I apologize. I, you know, I, I love Nikes. Ninety percent of my closet is Nikes. These slides I got on my feet right now are Nike. Yeah. Y'all got to start doing fan submissions or something because these jerseys are despicable. Trash. Like, like these are some of the some ugliest. But it's getting worse and worse every season. Like the first year they did those city edition jerseys, I'm like 95% of the league has some fire jerseys. Now it's like three teams with some decent jerseys. Like well, these the, jerseys the are is, ugly. 
the thing is, bro, y'all remember they didn't change jerseys this much. Like we had they some didn't. stuff we liked, and they kept it like that for a while. And then it's like, all right, it's time for us to retool, rebrand. Let's use some of our secondary colors, right? They change the jerseys like every yeah. three, four months now. It's like yeah, they, they they doing they doing new new alternates every season. That's what Nike they doing new alternates every season. If y'all gonna do that, y'all got to take some fan submissions or hold a contest or something, bro. Because it's no reason your jerseys. Have y'all seen the Pelicans jersey? That's the ugly ugliest jersey i ever seen in my life but my, my whole thing is it's not necessary there's only but so many ways that you could freak each team's color designs and all that yeah still be good like there's only but so much you can do before it's like all right bro what's what's happening also i do want to put in a petition for the pistons to permanently change their logo to their city edition logo mm. you don't no, like wait, that is it uh, is this still the 313 thing or what is it, it, it's, it's the uh it's the bad boys thing it's like the orange and black with the basketball that say that say like three one three and pistons, and I, I think that's just a one cool or a two. It built the identity like the, the the pistons are like this tough gritty team, and at the same time, man, I love my hometown teams, but I can't really get a fit off with a red, white, and blue jersey on. Man. Hey, listen, you gotta. There's enough red, white, and blue teams out there. You gotta put on the fit to where people gonna start asking you where you was at January six, bro. <laughs> I'm not trying to look like Cody Rhodes every time I put on my Pistons jersey, man. Wow, that's you know, hey, I'm just saying, brother, you, you might have to get that off, man. You might have to get that off. But you know what though, these these uh these uniform designs are down bad. But speaking of down bad, AFC North quarterbacks stock Ooh. is going. Everybody and their mama is hurt except. For one, Lamar Jackson. Fellas, what do y'all think about this latest injury to Joe Burrow? This is his second season-ending in injury through, what is it? Is this the fourth year of his career, I want to say? Second season-ending injury in the first four years of his career. Yeah. Fellas, think about it. Um, I, Honestly, I, I wouldn't read too much into it. I think the Bengals got a, still got a nice young core that they can continue to add to. And I think this might be a blessing because they're that team that's right on the cusp of like getting a big piece of success and they're trying to figure out how to repeat it. And I think this is a good situation to be at. Let's go ahead and put a cap on the season because we don't know if we were going to be able to win this division. Let's go ahead and get us a nice piece in the draft. Let's make sure our quarterback is healthy. And let's go back out there next year because I don't think this is a situation where you can call Joe Burrow injury prone. I think these were kind of just like freak injuries to where like they can happen to anybody. And I wouldn't necessarily slap that injury prone. Now, now if this was a case where season ending injury is an ankle, season ending injury is an ankle, he got a nagging injury that's an ankle, then you could slap that label on him. But I think these are just freak accidents that happen when you play in the game of football. That's fair. That's fair. Chris, what are you thinking about this injury to Joe As a Steelers fan, I love it. But mm-hmm. why is it in football every time somebody get hurt? Oh, they 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 never stay healthy. Y'all remember last year people were saying Tua when he had that situation. <laughs> oh, Tua, Tua never gonna be he never gonna be able to be healthy for a quarterback. Bro ain't missed a, a beat this year. Ain't missed a beat this year. Yeah. yeah. Like yeah. In, in football, you you like get hurt one time and you just injury prone. Like injury prone. Basketball, you uh, you get hurt five, six times. People are like, nah, man. No, like the Kawhi, they don't even call him Glass Man. They call AD Glass Man. And Kawhi is a kept AD even played more than Kawhi. <laughs> That's pretty bad. Kawhi, boy. Not even close. We done played some years better more than Kawhi. 
True. I mean, <laughs> not nearly one of us has played a lick of NBA basketball. But let me <laughs> let me say this about the Joe Burrow situation. I'm sorry, really, really quick before we dive deeper into this, Gibbs. I know out of the three of us, you're the biggest Pistons fan here by far. Hey man, watch out! Asura Thompson just got yammed on. Hey, watch out, man! By Max Struess, bro. Watch out. He is a competitive defender. <laughs> competitive defenders are going to get yammed on sometimes. Hey, but if I'm being honest, though, I, I was just saying it to get a reaction out of you because he was looking to take a charge. And I'm never somebody that, like, if you're playing good defense, you get yammed on. I'm not mad at you. Dwight Howard, punched on. Alonzo Mourning, punched on. Shaq, punched on. Uh, the, the guy that does the no, 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 the Kimbe Mutombo. Punched on. Okay. <laughs> Everybody get punched on sometimes. Punched on. Punched on. Brian. Punched yeah. on. Punched on. And Brian got punched on by a young man that was at his camp. Yeah. Which is so, crazy that we talk about everybody falling off a cliff and Brian still like triple W. Like, <laughs> listen, listen. And somebody was like, oh, LeBron got to be taking steroids. I don't care what he's taking. You have a fundamental misunderstanding of how steroids work. If right. That that they're gonna keep you at that level at what is it, 39 now? He's 39. 39. He's turning 39 in December, I think. Jesus Christ, man. Jesus Christ. Anyway, also, I, Anthony Davis is on the same team as LeBron, bro. He you don't think he ever was like, hey Brian, bro, you know what I'm saying? What, what you doing off season? Like, do we just bro, not my pups, bro? My pops said this when we was in Detroit last week, bro. My pops was like <laughs> We was in peewee football, basketball. And we was like, hey, bro, don't be eating that. You know, we got a game tomorrow. Hey, bro, we got to yeah. get up You got to be. How you right next to him making more money than him in the league, in league terms, and he see him putting a million five in his body every year, and you not. How are you not, like? Well, I don't know. It's, just, it's foolishness. It's just foolishness. But I, I'll say this. In terms of the, the Joe Burrow situation, it truly is like, all right, Two season in the injuries and four years is concerning. I'm not ready to push the eject button yet because you see how good he can be when he's healthy. Like with Tua, I can understand people being more willing to, to press the eject button because like even at the height of Tua's powers before he had Hill and Waddle, he didn't look like what Joe Burrow looked like. At his peak. Yeah. So, Joe, Joe Burrow had two season injuries and then he went to the Super Bowl once and yeah, then he went to the conference good. finals once. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I get it. I get it. But, you know, I'm I'm looking at this and I'm saying, okay, now, from now on, we should stop it with this. All right. Lamar can't play the way he plays anymore. All right. All these scrambling quarterbacks can't play the way they play anymore. It's a violent sport. Running ain't safe. The pocket ain't safe. Congratulations. If you got the ball. In the words of G-Eazy, it ain't safe, it ain't safe, it ain't safe, it ain't safe. It ain't safe for none of you. That's that's the game. There are men who are bigger than me coming at you full speed saying, I'm going to take his head off. I'm going to take his head off. Like, it's just not safe regardless of where you are. So, you know, I, I hope that this injury puts to bed that, oh, yeah, you're a pocket passer. You'll, you'll stay so much healthier. You'll stay so much better. Stop it. And also... The Ravens won the game as well. You know what I mean? My secretary. You know, <laughs> but anyway, so moving forward, do you think that the AFC North is going to be a runaway for the Ravens with the Steelers? I mean, we love Mike Tomlin. That's my dear brother in the bond. Yo to the good noops. But this is a team that has Kenny Pickett at quarterback. Do you think that the AFC North is now a runaway for the Ravens? 
Oh, this season? Oh, yeah, it's yes. dude, that, that's Ravens division. Go ahead and put it to bed. Christmas. And also, OBJ is playing a lot better football than I expected out of a yeah, receiver his old, age. But he playing yeah. good ball. He moving old, but he playing good ball. Yeah. I saw him on the catch yesterday. He uh he caught it and uh he caught it, made two defenders miss, made a breakdown, and took off the other way. And I'm like, oh, OBJ for sit. And then he got caught by a linebacker. And I'm like, ah, he moving old. <laughs> he moving old now. Okay, I understand. But hey, he he's played he's been in the league quite kept for like what, eight, nine years now? Like it makes sense that he started to move old. Been longer than that. It has been. That catch, the the that the one hit, that was 2013, wasn't it? No, because yeah, it was on the cover. That was that was when I was working. That was when I was working at Bushes. So that was twenty. No, that was twenty fifteen. That was twenty fifteen. Yeah, I was about to say it was on. It was on the cover of Madden like fifteen or sixteen. So it couldn't have been twenty thirteen. It, it was twenty fourteen or twenty fifteen, bro. Yeah, yeah. yeah twenty fourteen was his rookie year. So this yeah, is this is ninth yeah. season. Yeah, that's what I said. He about okay. eight or nine years yeah. in. This is about was, the point where wide receivers start moving old a little bit. Yeah, you know what I mean, so it makes sense. It makes sense. Everybody is set. Do your boys you know, got a shot or what? No, oh, man, they got a shot, but, but, but a lot of things got to go right, right? A lot of things got to go right. It's going to be down to the wire because, you know, we already beat the, uh, beat the most of the teams in our division, but we still got to see the Ravens one more time, right? So yeah. it's got to, everything got to go right for other games and then we got to beat the Ravens. So do I feel like we're going to sweep the Ravens on the season? No. So, I think the Ravens they get the division, but it's not a runaway. I don't. I think it's close. I think it's closer than y'all think. Um, even though Kenny Pickett is the quarterback, right? Mike Tomlin has made some changes that people don't really realize, right? The offensive coordinator that we was giving a lot of crap to, he moved him. Said, "Get your big butt out that office and come down here on the field, and you talk to him after every drive." Right? That's the first change he made. Second Shout thing he said, Matt Canada, former NC State <laughs> offensive coordinator. Right. He so was the second coordinator when I played at NC State. I've never seen somebody fail forward so hard. You are my inspiration, man. <laughs> Screaming. But anyway, uh, the next thing he did was we have got to make it possible for Najee Harris to get the football downfield. We have to make it possible. And I feel like Najee Harris has been re- rejuvenated. They showing that he still is a big power back that's hard to tackle. I think it's gonna be tight. I think it's gonna be tight. He's finally running like he's 230 plus pounds, which is, it's like, brother, where has this been all our life? Stop all that juking and getting cutesy wootsy. You are, you're bigger than those guys. I'm, I'm sorry to tell you, Najee, just run through their face. That, that's all you got to do, brother. But anywho, the reality of this situation to me is I, I would look at this and say, hey, I'm not surprised at all in terms of, uh, in terms of seeing the Ravens potentially run away with this because like we talked about, Deshaun Watson and his injury, Joe Burrow, his injury, Kenny Pickett, Matt Canada, disaster clash, you know, not really surprised there. But if y'all had to give out some two early NBA awards, okay, we're not going to get into all of them because we almost out of time here. But let's just talk NBA rookie of the year, okay? Because a lot of people are saying it's Wimby by a mile, but every time you see a blind comparison to their stats between Wimby and Chet, it looks neck and neck. If not Chet ahead, so who is y'all early NBA Rookie of the Year so far? Wimby. Mm. Okay. Wimby, Wimby, Wimby is getting is a much better defender than Chet, and they he, he they have almost the same splits on far less touches for Wimby. Chet at this point in the season, Chet is touching the ball almost twice as much as Wimby is. 
Fair enough. Fair enough. Chris, who you got? So I think numbers wise, Chet has a more benefit because the OKC plays that type of running gun offense, and they also play everybody can bring the ball up. It don't matter who you are. Everybody can bring the ball up. Everybody know with Pop, your numbers going to be skewed because Pop runs a system, right? Yeah. And yeah. even though you are really good, you run a – like, people think that Tim Duncan is not the greatest power forward of all time because he never averaged more than 27 a game, right? But i have you know, Tim Duncan was consistent. It was rarely a time where you saw Tim Duncan – not average 20 points a game. Rarely a time, or not get 20 points a game. Right? That's That shows the system, right? So I think it's clear, wimpy, but I think this comes down to who plays the most games. And who you think plays the most who? games between the two? I think Wimby plays the most games. I don't see Chet... He already had one season in the injury. I don't see Chet, you know... Playing a whole season after taking a whole year off, basically, I don't. I just don't see it. Fair enough. Fair enough. I the the thing is, the propaganda machine is telling everybody Wimby is the better player, but also the propaganda machine could probably take a couple of nights off because Wimby legitimately is the better player. Like, yeah, he's he's showing to be the better player right now. So I, I'm I'm confused as to why it seems like. Everybody's working overtime to make sure that the world knows he's the better player. Like it's it's not necessary. It really and truly isn't necessary. Um, you know, Chet is playing well for Ricky. He's playing very well, but Wimby is the guy right now. He's, right. he's the guy to the point where every time he's in the post, it looks like it's gonna be a mismatch. And um, you know, it's it's hard to discount that for a guy, uh, Wimby's size and and doing what he's doing in terms of handling the ball on the perimeter, knocking down pull-up threes and all that, like it's kind of hard to argue against that. So I, I and, agree. And before we get out of here, if y'all still want to put them props in, it's not too early. Anthony Edwards, all NBA first team. Mm. Mm. First I like team. It. I like it. I like it. Honestly, when you think about the guard play this year, when you think about all the superstar guards, it's positionless. It, they, they changed all NBA rules. There's no more position to all NBA. Well, I mean, either way, even if we take away the guard aspect of it, if you just think of the traditional stars in the NBA, which mm-hmm. stars have been going that crazy to where you're like, all right, and is not in his category? I'd probably say Jokic. Jokic. So far this God. season, Jokic, Steph, and Embiid. That's it. Really? You don't think Giannis is in that category so far this year? No, Giannis has had some slow games. I mean, the Bucks has had hurt. a slow start to the season. Other than getting hurt, I think that Giannis belongs in that category. Maybe, maybe Dane, because Dane been carrying the Bucks without Giannis. Yeah, I'm saying as far as players that you could definitively say this season has been better than Edwards, Jokic, yeah. and B Steph. That's it. I feel it. I feel it. I for sure feel it. All right. Well, mm-hmm. we know y'all tired of us talking about Mac Vin Cheese and the fact that Granny's holding the family <laughs> together and, and uh, all of these players who who playing in, playing out, whatever they gonna do pool plan because he got Ruby Rose in front of him. But come on back the next week and the week after that and the week after that. Peace and love, y'all. Yeah,